Welcome to 2021, our first episode. And everybody should be happy that 2020 is past us. I am one of your hosts, Bill Shetty. I am Lady Phantom, the other one. And we got a bonus show for our first release. Yeah, and I'm glad we're covering this movie, actually, because we had heard quite a bit about it, but we hadn't gotten around to watching it. Yes, and it's exciting because we have many bonus episodes lined up this month and next month that's probably going to take us. And then if you have your own request, send it in. We will put it in the queue, right, Phantom? Right. You know what to do. Go to the guest book and let us know what you want us to review. So this one is dedicated to Psycho Mick (laughs) is his name from Idaho Falls. And he stated this is one really fun, good movie. He really enjoys it. And he was curious how the 4K is. He has not seen it in 4K. So he is getting prepared, I think. He wants to know if one of his favorite movies is good enough on the format. So let's kick this off. On episode 48, we are covering Alita Battle Angel from 2019, listed in four genres, action, adventure, sci-fi, and thriller, Lady Phantom. Yeah, and I think those are good genres for this movie. I hate that thriller category in movies like this. Mm. You know, like Avatar doesn't have thriller in it. I mean, you could consider them that, but I just don't see it. When I think of a thriller, I just don't see these action movies like this, Phantom. But it is thrilling, though. Yeah, but just because it's thrilling, it doesn't that thriller genre denote a certain thing? And to me, it's not this style movie. Well, yeah, I mean, if you are considering a thriller like, I don't know, Silence of the Lambs or something like that, I mean, yeah, you're right. You know, and a lot of David Lynch movies and things like that. And just to make mention, because I did look it up on Letterboxd, it's not listed in Thriller. It's just I am. So I think then we can just ignore that. Yeah, because you got your way on the last one that (laughs) I wanted to drop Thriller. So I get my way. Okay. All right. Who directed this? Robert Rodriguez. Yes. The famous actually horror guy, really. Not only, but yeah. Yeah, he's done a lot of action horror movies. Yes, but he has also done things like El Mariachi, which was not a horror movie, or the Spy Kids and the Shark Boy and stuff like that. But he does have strong ties of mix and genres. (laughs) Yes, yes, he does. All right, who stars in this film? Rosa Salazar, Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Connelly, Mahershala Ali, Ed Screen. Jackie Earl Haley. I'm like, I, am, I was so surprised to see his name there. Kian Johnson and uh, many others. And uh, oh, Derek Mears is there. And I'm kicking myself because I just couldn't recognize him. And Edward Norton is there, but he is uncredited. 
And I will say, not to get ahead of ourselves, but that is a negative to me because I know several of these people and I didn't even flinch when they were on there. So I'm taking off just to start it off. It bothered me that because they were we unrecognizable after the show and you're like what i mean Derek mears i know so well jackie earl haley i know so well mm-hmm. we did figure out edward norton in the final scene but any other scene we didn't so i'm gonna give some criticism on that specifically just to start it off okay all right what does that synopsis say a deactivated cyborgs revived but can't remember anything of her past and goes on a quest to find out who she is Yes, and this movie starts in year 2500 and something, and there is this guy going through rummage, trash. Wreckage. Yes, and you see the overview of the city, and it's all broken down in a wasteland. I'm going to denote back to Blade Runner, sort of like that. Yeah, worse. I I actually reminded me of Wally. Like it also reminded me of Ready Player One. A lot. Yes. Actually. So we have this guy and he finds a robot head and he's got this little computer contraption and he like scans it and then he says a name Alita right there. But we jump forward from there and he's rebuilding this robot, the head with a body that he actually has in his lab. Now, you don't know that to start. This isn't a spoiler. You come to learn this, but I figured I'd just say it right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty quick. It's a, Because this guy I is- asked you while watching this, and you said, oh, he probably got it in the wreckage. But no, mm-hmm. he does have it stored in his uh, little lab he's got going on. Yeah, this guy is Christoph Waltz, and we come to find really quickly that his main thing is basically fixing cyborgs and helping people by giving them limbs like yeah, cyborg he's limbs doctor. and he's a doctor and he's got a sidekick a, a nurse well, she, right yeah. and again i'm gonna say it right here this guy Kristoff, the Christoph one that Waltz. played the doctor i think bad casting this really? guy showed no emotion to me throughout this film oh i but like we him. will get into that more later so she gets built she wakes up and she has no idea who she is. Mm-hmm. She don't even know her name, don't know where she came from. And the doctor said, oh, it's going to take some time. Memories will come back. You do learn a little bit about her during this two-hour-plus movie, but not like a deep backstory, would I say. No, just the main things that you need to know about who she is and why she can do what she can do. Right. So let's describe generally, Lady Phantom, some things that this film touches on. And we'll just toss it back and forth. First, I want to talk about is there's hunter killers in this movie. Yeah. They are on this dredge of a place. And they do go into a little backstory here that the war ended 300 years ago and everybody's out for themselves Everybody from all over the world has basically come to this one location. Everybody speaks different languages. Funnily enough, they never go into that in this movie, even though they state it. Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning, you hear a few different languages, but that's tossed aside the rest of the yeah, movie. Yeah, th- what you can see or what I did see is that like the, the signs, they are in 
English, and mainly in Spanish. And I'm pretty sure that's because Rodriguez directed this. Like many signs in Spanish. I just found it fascinating. They made a clear mention to point this out, but you don't hear any other languages in this film. The rest of the movie. And this happens early because the doctor takes Alita out and they're walking the city. So you have these hunter killers, which are basically humans with cyborg parts. Yeah. And they are like bounty hunters. Now, there is one place everybody is trying to get. They're trying to get in what's called Sky City. Where they live at is called Iron City. It's just dredges. It's just poor and run down. Like I said, reminds me so much of Ready Player One and Blade Runner. Very close here. And then you can see above them is this city that's sitting in the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. And everybody's trying to get there because they think it's a better place. And they say that, well, throughout the movie, you get different versions of ways people can get there. But one that is very clear and important is to be the grand champion in some kind of contest, racing contest. Yes, rollerball. Uh-huh. Which is another key aspect. So go on and talk about that. Yeah, you can see that also before you see it in a big stadium. And it's basically a sport in which some people are on rollerblades and they go after this ball. And the main thing is to get this ball and score a goal in something where they have to jump. Sort of like a hoop, but it's like a little spot in a wall. Yeah, it actually reminded, I don't know if this has anything to do with Robert Rodriguez. I doubt it because this comes from an anime, but it reminds me a little of a sport in the old Mexican civilizations. It's called the, the, the ball game, actually. And that's what they have to do. Like they go with a ball and they have to put it through hoops, but they are not like basketball horizontal, but they are vertical. So it reminded me a little of that. And you see a version of that in the street, like a street played game or something. Yes, just a miniature version. Yeah. To practice. To practice and to get you acquainted with it as a viewer. Yes, this is basically their only entertainment, really. They do have bars, but this is the sport. This is the entertainment. It's on TV. Mm -hmm. It's to win coins and stuff like that so people can get to this Sky City. Yeah, and uh, if you see it in the stadium, it's reminiscent of NASCAR. More like it's just like a round a thing with a ball. It's a round track, a big stadium. And, and they're no all rules. cyborgs, basically. But yeah, pretty much. And there are no rules, <laughs> basically, as far as I could see. Okay, so she took that. Now, there's another little side story with this kid that she meets right after she wakes up. Her love interest, I'm going to say. This guy Hugo? is not who he seems to her. And he does have a little bit of a backstory, but you can see they're falling for each other. The typical romance in a movie like this, like in Avatar and things like that and Titanic, you know, all these movies have this, these big action movies for some reason, Mm -hmm. like it plays a big role in these stories. I don't know why that is Phantom. Like, why do these big action movies have to have a love interest? I don't think they have to. But can you think of one that don't? Well, (laughs) uh, 
I don't know about adventure or action movies, but like lately there are more and more and more movies, I think, that don't need a love interest. Or if there is a love interest, it's in a very second place. And in this case, for example, the love interest, it is completely... Yes, it don't get mushy. There is one maybe little heartfelt scene, I would (laughs) say, in this. No pun intended. And yeah, I about that scene, I honestly, that one scene I found kind of cringeworthy. But oh well. (laughs) Okay, you're next. What would you like to discuss of a plot point in this movie? Well, I want to discuss her face, actually. This is a very standout point in this movie. Like, all these cyborgs, or most of them, I would say, have normal, regular human faces with human and cyborg limbs and body and everything. But they're, I mean, the face, the parts that are faces are, you know, normal. In her case, they did this on purpose. It's like manga in Japan, like the big eyes without going as big as the actual anime or manga that you see that are like twice the size. Couldn't this be denoted as like an avatar too? Because James Cameron did produce and wrote the screenplay? Maybe, maybe. But then again, that's a different race. I mean, this is just basically, I think, because they wanted to reminisce on the manga and anime uh, drawings and characters who who have super big eyes okay so she's the only one that has the super big eyes in here so then she's the only one taken from this manga well you do see the same kind of faces in other people but you only get to see them in flashbacks and they are basically the same kind of people that she is so do you want to describe what she is or should you not no, I think that's a spoiler, or that might be a little okay. spoiler. And this is done motion capture, correct? Correct. And as like far as Gollum I, in Lord of the Rings? As, a, as far as I understand, it was made by the same company as Gollum. And they say, I read in the bonus features, that one of her eyes has more CGI effects and care and things than the whole Gollum. How would you compare to Gollum? Oh, my. I think Gollum continues to this day and will continue to be perfect work, actually. And this girl is good, too. My only but with this girl is the hair. Like, they just cannot get yeah, the movement so of the hair fake, right. Especially, like, when she was up in the air or something. Like, yeah, it just is video gamey. Yes, like they just cannot get the motion of and movement and flow of the hair right. That I makes think they, it look as real as possible. And know, I will say Gollum is better than her. I had a nice appeal to this. Like I said, this is in this fantasy realm again because we're going science fiction and stuff because they're mixing cybernetic organisms with people. So... You're like, how good would it look if this really happened anyway? It's going to look a little off. And she looked a little off. The thing is, I think that Gollum or a creature like Gollum doesn't exist. But here we have a CGI face and everything imitating human faces. And that is hard. 
like you you have an actual thing to compare it to so it's very obvious that it's just off and as for the hair i wish they would have just given her a ponytail or something i mean <laughs> if you don't get the, the hair right it makes a huge difference you don't believe it as much i don't know anything about this manga stuff lady phantom but that could be her look in the story no it's not bad um, no i'm sure and i like if this comes from from actual manga and everything i'm i know for sure the the eyes must be twice as big because i mean manga and in general Jap- japanese animation has huge eyes like huge so okay. these are small in comparison but she didn't bother i mean it didn't bother me really the only thing that i found kind of fake was the hair but i found very interesting that she stood out so much from everyone else because it goes with her story she is one of a kind in this world yes and we can touch a small bit of that she's like a warrior she is like super quick and yeah can do a lot of different things and she's advanced more because advanced, yeah. of what had happened 300 years ago yes there is this technology that has died uh-huh. and they find like these cells and things like that you got to watch the story we're not yeah going that, deep because into that. the story goes into that but yeah and you and this is not really a spoiler because it happens really quickly in the movie like when she gets attacked or she feels threatened, her reflexes are like lightning fast and mm-hmm. she can really move and she can really fight. Okay, last thing I wanted to touch, I started and then we got off on a side mm-hmm. tangent because it plays a really big role are these hunter killers. Okay. These are people that are just like bounty hunters. There's people wanted and they get coins and they reside in their own covenant i want to say their own spots everybody knows who they are and they got to kill the people yeah they have to earn the money yeah they have to go to a certain place with the head of whatever the or whoever the mark was which i thought was one of the coolest things this head that pops up off of this contraption and they scan the face and say okay and here are your credits right Uh and they all have numbers and everything like that and what is funny here i want to say is there's kind of a weird dichotomy lady phantom and maybe you can elaborate is that you would think they're on the good side and there's there's like they don't really go into it like they're not all good you you as you think of a bounty hunter in real life they're mainly good people trying to get criminals no i disagree no, you think bounty hunters like dog the bounty hunter was a bad person? I don't know who you're talking about, but a bounty hunter. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. But I mean, the definition of a bounty hunter, as far as I can think, is just someone who's after someone else for money. It doesn't well, matter who pays them. that's what they are. I mean, it doesn't matter who pays them but, or they are not. I mean, if they were, if, if they were doing it from the goodness of their hearts, they wouldn't charge 
As simple as that. They, I, well, I don't no, think they, they have to earn people. a living. I mean, they got to spend a lot of money. Real life bounty hunters spend a lot of money, Phantom. Yeah, I know. But the point is that they are not necessarily good people. Okay, that's the dichotomy I wanted to talk about here because Alita wants to be a bounty hunter. Yes. And there's a little twist in here about this doctor. I don't want to get in there, but he is treating her like his daughter. We come to find out, and this ain't a spoiler, that he lost his daughter. Yeah. And um, his wife is a key role in this too for a part. I don't want to go into that. But I would like you to touch on this guy's name I can never pronounce, Lady Phantom, who's like the leader guy. Mahershala Ali. Yeah, I can never pronounce his name. And his he name is plays, way longer than that. He just got it shorter than that. Okay, he plays a key role. He's like a leader of something. I don't want to go into what that something is. Yeah. But the doctor's ex-wife or wife, I don't even know I if they're still ex. where. I think ex-wife. Okay, they're not married anymore. I don't think so. They like team up, but... He is the ruler of this game, this sport. And he wants to get the best soldiers, the best robotics to always win. And they really didn't describe why. Now, it does have to go with something in the Sky City that they call Solemn. Solemn. I think so. Like yes, the Sky City's called a name. I think it's Solemn or Zalem. Like I've he- I heard different people say it different ways during the movie. Actually, yeah. But can you touch on his character because he is one of the bigger stars in this movie? Wouldn't you say? Yeah, he's just as far as I understand the ruler of this lower world. Just that, and he knows who does what. And he is the one that puts the marks on certain people. He is not a good person. (laughs) Very important. Yeah, you know that right away in the first Yes, he is very, very shady. And he is after her. Okay, yeah, because she has something everybody wants. Yes. That is perfect. And we cannot say what. On the story, Phantom, let's get into some technical aspects here. Sound we can start with. Uh, Atmos was pretty good. Yes. I liked most of the music. Some of it I didn't. I wasn't like too enthused with all the score. Mm-hmm. The action score was mainly what I didn't like. I liked more of the somber adventure type music, but not like the action when they're doing the rollerblading and stuff like that. I thought it was a little chaotic. You never lost voices or nothing. No, no, never. But it's a mixed bag for me. Yeah, I cannot really say about the soundtrack. I mean, it was fine, but it didn't stand out to me to be anything special. Not really. And there's quite a few action scenes in yeah, here. But I mean, there's uh, this big robot guy who's like the main bad guy. And it's funny that this guy wasn't somebody because I asked Phantom while watching this, this ain't no like big actor, but. Yeah. I would even say that because when I was looking at the credits, I was like, Jackie Earl Haley, is that him? But no, he, but no, no, him. because his face is way too thin for that. I, I just couldn't picture Jackie Earl Haley anywhere. Okay, let's get into the main part of this, the animation, which is key, and the action sequences. 
So how did you think the CGI held up in this? Excellent. I think it was, except for the hair, <laughs> except for Alita's hair, I found that this CGI and this animation is pretty flawless. Okay, I'm mixed bag again. I I liked the the bodies of these people. Like, I was trying to find fault with them. And yes, at some, like, a few places here and there, it looked kind of funny. But mostly it went well. And I specifically, I do want to make special mention of Ed Screen, his armor, especially the the back of his armor. (laughs) It's really cool. It's uh, it's actually a, a depiction of the Aztec calendar, and it's really cool. I really loved that armor in general. And this guy is super vain. It's like his face is key to him. Okay, I'm going to split this in two categories. When they're stationary and just there's robots standing around and they're conversing, uh-huh. excellent. When they went up close with the face, especially this one guy who worries all about his face he's done a lot of work yeah and he's all robotic on a lot of other spots excellent outstanding the problem with this movie is the action scenes to me and i've said it before on some of these other ones we covered is i don't want to watch video games on a movie and all these fast sequences with Alita a lot of times, some with not, on these rollerball tracks and when they're going through cities, it's so video game-ish with these big robots and arms that have swords and little fingers and stuff. Her CGI was great, I thought. Yeah, but it fits, doesn't it? I mean, it's robots and it's cyborgs. It's not exactly like real people. All I know is when I go back... (laughs) When you see the beginning of Terminator 2 and the robots are walking, that is real. Yeah, that is true. And this, when it gets super chaotic and she's jumping and doing wiggling moves and everything, I just don't know how they could film it to make it look more real. I'm not penalizing it a whole lot because of the style film. This is a fantasy film to me, even though we didn't list it in there. Like, I really think that should be a part because I think it's more fantasy and sci-fi, but whatever. Is you can live in this different alternate world here that they're creating. And who knows how it would look when a real person got intermixed with a cyborg. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the action scenes really stand out. You know it's fake. It's like you're watching a video game like on Twitch straight up now when they zoom into her face or something that's when it gets a little better because you know her eyes and everything are moving and they're focusing up but these wider angle scenes i just don't enjoy watching cgi everything basically well then this is the wrong movie for you i mean because there there has to be a lot of cgi here but how much cgi was in avatar which i thought was incredible it did not look fake them flying in the dragons on the dragons and their hair mountain did not look fake to me it looked so real here it's so obviously fake okay do you get that 
I get it, but the thing is that it didn't bother me. Even the animals in Avatar were so great. The big rhinoceroses and things were so beautifully done and looked real and the plants and trees and That's lights. That's true. And little- I mean, and, and you can even look back to the Lord of the Rings, for example. You have the ants and you have the eagles who or which are CGI because, I mean, they're huge and the trees talk and they look real. Yeah, and I'm going to say another movie too that we covered that we both gave a 10, Kong Skull Island. Oh, yeah. Them creatures were amazing. They looked real. The interactions with the digital creatures and the real people 100% sold it to me. I didn't think anything looked fake here. Every action scene looks fake. Yeah, and I will say that that is a major difference because, like, in in Kong, I mean, these are, I mean, I'm not saying that they are real animals, you know, but it's very easy to see an animal, and if it's just a little off, you don't believe it. But in Kong, you believe every single second, so... So what else you want to cover here? I want to cover the acting and then we can get into the grading because I think we did enough and we'll have more technicals in the 4K version. I did not like this Christoph Waltz doctor and it's mainly because he didn't show much emotion to me. He was very static all the way through. He does have some action scenes. He does have some revelations and his attitude didn't change to me. He had no range. Oh well. I don't think he was a bad actor. No, but I, he didn't service the part he could have. Maybe, in my opinion. maybe because he wasn't maybe, exciting to watch. No, but then he again, was a he didn't terrible action star. He didn't have to be. Not really. I mean, in a few parts here and there, something like that was required of him. But mainly, he was required to be a warm paternal figure. So, like, you don't really need an action yeah, star for that. Yeah, but there's some serious things that happen in this movie that is many true. times, and his attitude doesn't change. I think that whatever it is, that's the way he was directed, because this guy is a fantastic actor. So, like, here, maybe he was just directed that way, but... okay standout role to me definitely alita i mean she must be in a movie like this this rosa salazar Uh uh-huh she was fantastic she's a little girl too huh i couldn't imagine her being bigger than five two and a 95 pounds but i mean that was alita like she who knows how tall she is well go on talk about her and i'll find out well, I don't know her from many things. I mean, I know I've seen her in one thing previous to this, and that was, I think, Maze Runner, but I don't remember her very well. Okay, there's no stats I don't see on her size. Oh, yeah, that right there, 5'4". So well, I was she's close. she's my size. I was close. She's a tiny little thing. and that- I'm not tiny she's in the movie with all these huge cyborgs and everything oh well yeah but the thing is that for motion capture it doesn't matter how tall someone is but anyway i was just describing her i thought oh, yeah. she was an incredible actress i mean she comparing pulled her, her part and now that i'm seeing a real picture which is my first time seeing her she yes, does she does look, she like does look identical except with the big eyes and you can see the smoothing computer effects on her face yeah um her love interest kid i wasn't enthused with that kid he was serviceable 
I mean, yeah, he was fine. That's a good way. I mean, he he was. He but did he what does he had have to do. a decent part in it. Yeah, but he did what he had to do. He didn't look fake or anything. He he was okay. All right, and then my biggest criticism, like I said, these actors that I know so well, I have no idea even right now, and I'm looking at them, they were in this, no idea what part they played. They did not look like them at all, and that's a criticism. I mean, they should look like somebody. Remember, what was that Jim Carrey movie where the director or casting director was criticized because you couldn't even tell it was Jim Carrey in one of his characters he played? And there was so much criticism because he was getting paid like 20, 30 million at the time. The Grinch? I don't remember what movie it is, but I remember a lot of criticism. So if you get actors in movies and they're going to do digital transformations, you dang well better know who's in it. <laughs> yeah, I rem- you know what that reminds me of, Dick Tracy? Did you ever hear about that movie? No. It was made to look like the actual Dick Tracy comic. And the only one that actually looked like himself was Dick Tracy, uh, Warren Beatty. But like Al Pacino was there and many others. And since they were made up like their characters in the comic book, they looked nothing like themselves. And that was a turnoff for me. All right, Lady Phantom. I'm ready. You're ready. What's your rating and recommendation? I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was very, very exciting it had its fault, definitely, but I think it deserves a very solid 8.5. Wow. And I'm saying she buy loved it. it. I, yeah. And uh, like it finished kind of a, in a cliffhanger. And supposedly I read that they might make a second and third part, but knowing James Cameron, maybe in 30 years, who knows? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, I'm not near as generous as Phantom. I picked out a lot of faults in this movie. I personally enjoyed it. I don't think I would ever watch it again. I'm going to give this movie a 5.5. I just think a lot of the technicals weren't up to standard that could have been done in this movie. Now, that goes to budget and other things. But this had big stars attached to this movie. And see, I know nothing about manga. I mean, this could have been filmed that way on purpose to make it feel comic booky or something like one of my criticism with superhero movies. Uh-huh. You know, I want a level of realism because we're in 2548 AD here and everything that's melded together with the human population was just so fake for the most part. Only the stationary scenes when they're walking around the bar or there's dialogue things did it look really cool and I was impressed. Any running, jumping, action, killing, stabbing, all these different things that go on. This monster has like chains that come out of them. Yeah. And yeah, it just wasn't done up to par for me. So I am going to say rent this movie. I think everybody should see this movie it's good enough to be seen it's interesting and i was never out of this film i wanted to see where it was going so i'm gonna give it a rental i want to watch it again because i i mean i need to see where jackie earl haley and Derek mears are like i have to (laughs) all right (laughs) i want to find them move it on all right, this was the important part that Psycho Mick wanted to know is how is that 4K disc quality, Lady Phantom? Well, 
to you, I say, you can definitely get this in 4K. <laughs> this is a very nice 4K disc, I thought. I think it's solid. It definitely ain't demo worthy. Definitely underutilize HDR again. Yes, but, well, it, I, I think it has standout points too. Like you have some specular highlights at some, too few points of the movie, maybe, but they look very pretty when they happen. Man, I didn't even notice that, Phantom. And I've seen a lot of smoothing over this, and it's probably due to the CGI melding probably. with humans. It Probably. just wasn't a crisp, detailed movie. <laughs> it just wasn't. I thought there was a lot of smoothness in this movie. Yes, um, yeah. And it was probably because, I mean, there was so much CGI intermingled because you're thinking that maybe, I don't know, in this movie, 80% of the people had some cyborg part. So, yeah, there was a huge yeah, so amount of CGI. you don't get any grain, so that's a huge positive for us because yes. this was shot on digital cameras. Not the best in the business at the time. 3.4K cameras. At the time? I mean, this was 2019. It was just my phrase. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying it wasn't shot on the best available. Which is strange for James Cameron. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is no $100 million budget movie. Oh, yeah. $175 million, actually. Oh, okay. Well, most that's due to the uh, effects work. This $170 was, This million. was probably in a year of post-production. And while we popped out that stat, this made Worldwide 404. Um, in the U.S., it was a bomb. Uh -huh. <laughs> $28 million. Wow, yeah. is that a bomb? Yeah. So, and it probably has to do with the manga? No, this is not manga. It's just inspired by, and it's only her, her character. Okay, then why such low numbers in the U.S.? Was this not advertised enough? I have no idea. I don't know why, because this is a superhero type of film, in my opinion. I don't know. I know that the first time I heard it mentioned, I think, was at some awards it like it was nominated for something and it is only pg-13 so kids can get into this movie and phantom i heard the f-bomb drop twice in this you did twice yes instead of only once yes which oh. i was surprised because i had researched it before and i was like i know this is pg and phantom said one day that it only can happen once yeah i think they only it allow it once twice. so this was a flop but worldwide doubled its money i don't know how big of a success that is so going uh, to your point of a sequel i have no idea but let's get yeah. back to the 4k okay i am definitely wishy-washy on this this is no demo worthy it is better than average to me but there was just way too much smoothing this is not a super detailed disc like a lot no. of them are and it should have been but because of the interaction with human and computerized stuff all during this movie it just don't come to that level of wow this looks so gorgeous there was a lot of dark scenes in this too because yes. this iron city here is dark there's not many lights and things like that it's really run down yes so you have that all right phantom how about the audio oh that was good the audio was good. 
I heard, I don't think I've heard so much Atmos before. It, I think it, the Atmos was very, very well utilized. That would, I would say, is one in the top 10%. Yes, there yes. was more. Not that there's a crazy lot of overhead no, effects. No, but there are these scenes where the you, one they the are cave. underground. Yeah, uh -huh. that one sounded awesome. And, and you have, you know, typical underground with water coming out of who knows where, but it's fr coming from above. And also, like, I think it was in a scene in the race or something, the speakers, like, you can hear the person Yeah, the all the like echoes everywhere. and reverberation and from and above yep. and from behind. And it, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and actually cool. the voices change because usually, as you know, everything comes out of the center channel. But when they do do pans and stuff, like audiences and things like that, you do hear voices coming from all around you, different side of the speaker. So, yes, that is always a positive because it's always noticeable when voice isn't yes. coming from the front. And I remember very clearly, like when that happened, I was like, whoa, because it's uh, it's suddenly not coming from the front, from the center speaker, but from somewhere else. And then it changes. But but it was like seamless. I really right. liked it. I will say that the bass was kind of a downer to me, Phantom, yes. the subwoofer. Not much bass at all. Not that there wasn't much bass but when the bass was in it was the higher hertz bass it wasn't the lower rumbling punchy mm -hmm. bass yeah it's more at like i'm going to get technical like 120 180 hertz bass so it didn't have that growl to it like these robots are walking around and stomping and it's the higher pitch bass yeah and it wasn't the deeper shake your walls bass mm -hmm. it was decent but you know underutilized for as much action there was in this all right what special features do we have and this is a three disc set yeah we have this one is just the 4k also you have disc two which is the blu-ray 3d version of the movie and on this three you have the blu-ray normal movie alita's world from manga to screen Evolution of Alita, Motorball, Scene Deconstruction, and much more. All right, Miss Phantom, it's that time. So what do you tell Psycho Mick and everybody else out there about this 4K disc? Let's have the grade and recommendation. I think this movie deserves a B plus. I would go higher, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it's... Some close-ups are really nice, but then they are way too smooth. Like, you want more detail, you want more clarity. Yeah, and this is digitally shot. More crispness, you know. But it is definitely above average. So I'm going to say B+, and it is worthy, I think. Okay, and to let you know, we did watch this half and half with hdr 10 and then in dolby vision so we got the spectrum here and i will say dolby vision was a little bit better but not much it wasn't like you know these formats are so close how they're utilized you know people critics out there always say dolby vision is the best hdr spec out there no don't worry if you don't have dolby vision because your tv whatever format it has will put it in that format to the best 
so it'll look the best on your TV. So we did watch it half and half and get both points of view on both formats. And I will say it is also available on HDR 10 plus, which is the newest format. So that is really cool to have that on the disc that has all the formats there. All right. Little less than Phantom B minus, but I, I actually like where we're going to come in together. B that's where it deserves. It's definitely not demo worthy. It's got too much smoothness. Audio wasn't, the best it could be but was very competent sounded good very action oriented and yeah it's worth it it's a worthy disc if this is your style film but i only came in with a rental so i personally would say just get this movie on uh, apple tv plus or something that you can stream it in 4k but if you want to buy it it is a worthy disc we wrapped up episode 48 hope you like our new intro theme that we're going to be rolling with this year and where do you want all of our fans to go lady phantom our fans should go right now to billshetty.com and sign that guest book leave us your comments requests recommendations tell us how much you like us and (laughs) (laughs) also please you know reviews on apple podcasts and other places they are always welcome because you know we like you (laughs) absolutely and remember a lot of bonuses come out so if you haven't subscribed yet please do so because we're probably going to be releasing two episodes per week for next month or so so we'll catch you on the next one 